most of it. Mm -hmm. Ah, all right, here, here they are. Okay. Um, okay, so where we left off was in the midst of Unit 1D, uh, which admittedly may turn out to be um, entirely a, uh, a wild goose chase which is our main topic, but at least I want to make progress towards understanding it, and then maybe it'll work, and we'll tell it, and uh, they'll tell us something about what we want to know. Um, at the very least, I think it showed me, like it's taken an enormous amount of research just to recreate the, the article. There was a, David Wilkinsfeld posted a, and I haven't gotten, you know, we're only recreating one part of one part of it. Uh, David Wilkinsfeld posted a, um, a question, a, a, an article about uh, pastors cribbing sermons from each other. Uh, and part of, the, part of the article was a question of whether when somebody gives a, a presentation, it's hard to tell whether, you know, you're watching 25 hours of research or half an hour's distilla distillation of a lifetime of research. Uh, you know, whether you know the rules, the rules or not, you know, I guess, you know, one of the questions, I guess, eventually people, will people be able to tell in 50 years that my articles are the result of Berlanda as opposed to Bacchus? <laughs> uh, right now, you know, right now people think they can tell, I'm not sure that they really, uh, that they really can, um, especially if you're careful about what you publish. Probably I shouldn't put your up on the web and only publish things that have been read by Bacchus. Mm -hmm. uh, but we can't miss things too. Uh, interesting thing, which things I missed. Okay, so Rabbi Sacco's um, Lamasa conclusion um, is that the standard for eating chatzishir is a halachic standard different than the standard for eating a full shir. Um, and it's not just that every, it's not that every hola has to go through chatzishir on the way to, on the, on the way to shir if that's, if that's an option. Is that there are cholim who um, if you could feed them a chatzishir and they would say, hmm, not enough. And you would say, well, tough. And because you're only allowed to eat a chatzishir, right? That's, the, that's, right, that's really the, the, the test case. Is there somebody right, who eats chatzishir and still, right, still wants more and you, tell them, and you tell them not enough? Now, what the level for that standard is is not entirely clear because he read another part of the article, which we did not read argues that the standard for, um, for Yom Kippur isn't, isn't um, either, but can be lower than that. But whatever the standard is right now, we're interested in the structural claim. The, struct right? the structural claim is that um, is a, has an independent standard. Um, okay, now we have a background sugyot um, about this. We, we have a sugyot um, which talks about being machil hakal hakal. Um, right, and we have right, which is um, which, which is talking about um, Yom Kippur, and we have a sugya about uh, I think right, or at least talking about, among other things about Yom Kippur. I'm pretty sure that sugya is talking about Yom Kippur. I've seen it before. Pardon? Yes, Abby. I'm pretty sure that sugya is talking about Yom Kippur. Okay, good. Good. And then um, and then we have a sugya talking about Chatsi Shir, which is not obviously talking about Yom Kippur, which is talking about Tuma, mm -hmm. as right as as Rabbi Zaku says. We have the lang we have two different languages. We have a kalakal and we have Pachos Mikashir. Um, and right, so we we could, if we were thinking conceptually, try and talk about right to what extent should Hakalakal automatically lead you to Khatsishir and to what extent not. And then we could ask a second stage question, even if Hakalakal leads you to Khatsishir ordinarily, doesn't necessarily lead you to Khatsishir on Yom Kippur. Okay, because we can say that Hakalakal. Um, right. So when we say machinos of kalakal, we could say that we're interested in is um, is having you um, engage in the least violation. Now, having you engage in the least violation presumes that you're still engaging in a violation. 
to assume that you're still engaged in a violation requires us to believe that we're dealing with the Huya as opposed to Hutra. Right? So there's a rate. So, so anytime you, if you think that uh, that Machalot Hosuras are Hutra in the face of Pikloch Nebesh, so then Hakalakal doesn't make, um, right? Doesn't, doesn't make so much sense. Okay, we could talk about it in terms of the severity of the Isser. So we're not, we're not interested in diminishing whatever Kapara you might need or anything like that. We're interested in is in making the in making our choice in psak as right as uh, as 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 unsevere as possible. But now making our choice in psak, we could do it in two different ways. We could do it talking about the underlying nature of the isur, or we could talk about how right what's uh, what sort of thing are we letting you do? So that right, so the thing about chatzishir is that chatzishir may or may not change the nature of the Isur, right? Chatzishir can be conceived of as a lesser version of the same prohibition, or Chatzishir can be conceived of as an independent prohibition within all, right, within all Isur, right? That's a standard, that's a standard um, Chakira. So if you're talking about the underlying severity of the Isur, so then Chatzishir will be at the same level as whatever the main Isur is. If you're, right, if you're talking about the, right, the severity of the action, so then it might be the chatzishir of an isr kares is well is, is below a full shear of an isr lav, or chatzishir of an isr skila is below a, is below a full shear of an isr sreifa. And those, those are basic um, basic conceptions um, that we can we, we could try and address to um, deal right to, to, to deal with that issue. There is a parallel discussion that we have not engaged in, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Talking about uh, what, which form, which isurim you should, uh, which isurim you should prohibit, um, if you have already have the choice between right, was the shecht already shechted, uh, already 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 dead in the veil, already dead in the right, or, uh, or unshechted cow. So should you shecht the cow, which requires additional isur in order to feed the person kosher food, uh, right? Right. There's a whole this discussion. I think Machlok is rivid, and uh, pardon. Why is it in this sort of Shabbos. Shabbos. Oh, Shabbos. Right. Right. So, right. So, yeah, right. And I raised the question recently, which I did not get any good answers to about how we do, right, about how we address number in this regard. Do we prefer two violations of this? Uh, two, do we prefer two, uh, let's, let's say, three violations of um, three, of three, uh, two violations of two separate serum or three violations of the same mystery? Right. So, we go by, by number of actions or by number mm -hmm. of prohibitions, right? That's the same kind of. That's the same kind of question, and then you have to figure out, right? You know, to what what sorts of answers do you want do you want to to give to that? Do you want to give just sort of pragmatic feel answers, which one feels worse? Do you want to give very very strictly defined answers? Uh, you know, the feel answers that might very well depend on how people perceive right, repeated actions. Right? Do they perceive them as in, even if we postulate that they're separate actions, but do they perceive them as part of a process? As opposed to two separate things, where we might give conceptual answers, right? And all those things can be different in terms of Yom Kippur and Machos Asuras for um, various reasons. Okay, but bottom line again, for us, the, um, the, the, the issue we're trying to test is, um, is Rabbi Sako's claim that the standard is lower for, um, standard is lower for Chatzishir than for um, other Isurim. Now, the issue is that he is pretty much willing to concede that an Isra lav sheyesh bel malkos, the standard should be bikoch nefesh. 
So he has to create, right? So he has to create a new category of Isr de Oraisa, um, right? That is, uh, it's not even at Alav Malkus. Now then, he might, and I'm not sure about this, he might be willing to just come up with a pure ownership standard. I would just say any love, any love that, that that any love that doesn't involve Malkos is the same. Right? Or it might be that, as some of us suggested last time, that he's gonna believe that even within Lavin that don't get Malkos, there are different um, there are different classes. You can do that in a number um, in a number of ways. You could um, say that there's something um, inherent about particular classes that makes them weaker. For example, as you just suggested, we could say that maybe there are things that there are things that are not usher because they should be usher. They're only usher because they might lead to isurim deraisa. We call exera deraisa, right? So chazi shir, according to the position that chazi lisarufe is the right that is that is actually the fear that is going to be combined another chazi shir, right? That would make it exera deraisa along the parallel position that bayirah bayimase of chametz on pesach is there to prevent you from eating the chametz, right? Not an intrinsic thing itself, right? So that would be. That would be a way to get you there. And then that would have no relationship to things like um uh or love, right, or or Klase, or Lavshanitan and all these other categories, right? Lavim that are that you can correct by a subsequent assay, Lavim that you can that you um that involve compensation that involve compensation, and we don't ever make people both pay and get whipped. Uh right, Lavim that are derived, you know, by where you derive many apparently conceptually unconnected um prohibitions from the same verse. All those don't get lashes, um, but it might not be because there might not be because there's something intrinsic about them that makes them not do racing. Whereas classy shear, you could make the argument that if it's if it's a preventive, it's um, it's intrinsic. Uh, none of this, uh, so far as I can tell, none of this lambdas is engaged in Baruch Pesachu, uh, but he makes a um, but he makes a uh, a um, a very pragmatically oriented claim. I can show you that there are deoraisas. There are the loves that are treated as less than assets. Right? And then he argues that since the standard for uh, the standard for assets is that you only right, is that you only have to give up a fifth of your money to prevent them as opposed to for loves, you have to give up all your money. So since most people would trade their life or would trade, you know, would trade a fifth of their money to avoid serious illness. Uh, right, so therefore, it must be that we cannot require you to give up for this to avoid a love anything anything that you would that people would consider to be greater than a fifth of their uh, fifth of their assets. Right, and that argument, right on the right, that argument, the health standard for eating for eating shear on Yom Kippur cannot be greater than whatever. Of whatever form let's I mean, we can deal with whether it's objective or subjective. And we know, of course, that there's some people for you know money is more important than their life, right? That's the Dresha on the Khomeodecha. But using right, but dealing on a um, on a on a conventional let's take the simplest way out that it's a conventional understanding, right? What would most rational people do if right, you know, would they would they pay more than a fifth of their assets to um, right, in order to maintain their health? We're gonna avoid all the economic questions about. Yeah, which point out that the way that it depends on how you frame the question. We're going to avoid the issue of whether it's a fifth of your current assets or a fifth of your income in perpetuity or a fifth of your potential assets over a lifetime. Right? All sorts of ways, which if we were trying to make this a, um, if we were trying to create, make this a regulatory standard, we would have issues. And then, you know, and it's not clear in the end how Rabbi Sako would go around, would go about engaging in it. 
Um, like what is, you know, what is the standard? Do we go by insurance compensation? Um, right, you know, figure it, you know, what, what if it turns out that rich people, right, rich people are willing to pay a much higher percentage of their income than poor people because rich people will spend 60% because they still get lots of money, right? Whereas poor people who are right from the alternative of starvation will not spend, right, will, right, will not spend that much, right? All sorts of pragmatic issues we could raise about his standard, which we're not going to, uh, right? And I think in the end, he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to regulate the standard that way. He wants to say something, I suspect, like, this is a very serious illness. Just uh, or context, something I found out recently, though I'm having my very lines acting up, so I couldn't actually find the exact um, full context, but I'm pretty sure that the other time the phrase Sakanagamura, which is what the Sefer Chinuch uses to mm. describe this person, is used is by the Ritva as someone who you have a petach for a heteronodarium, but you need a heteronodarium. Uh-huh, so? It's the, that's just the, the only other clear example we've had uh, Sakanagamura as a standard. It was that you need a heter, but this is a peta for a heter. As opposed to real sakana, you don't need a heter. You can just violate it. Same you think sakana gemara is not real? I'm not sure what sakana gemara means. I'm you just, just saying... use real as antonym. What? You just use real as antonym. Fine. Uh, <laughs> actual pikuach nefesh. You don't need a heter. Actual. Just... That helps a lot. Okay. Fine. <laughs> it's a mubbish. I'm not trying to define it. I'm trying to use another context for it too. And it's just so interesting. Fine. If, if it was pikuach nefesh, you wouldn't need a heter uh -huh. for vendarin. And if it was not any kind of sakana at all, you wouldn't get a heter. You'd have to find a petah with anyone else. But the mitzvah seems to say, if it's a case below sakana gemura, Okay, so you think that he has a good point in the Sefer Chinuch in the end? No, I think the Sefer Chinuch is the only source he has, first of all. The Mincha Chinuch agrees with me, by the way. He says he's not seen this anywhere else. Uh -huh. uh, I'm not that confident in my own Bikir, so I'm pretty confident in the Chinuch I don't think he misses major sources. Anyway, he's never seen this thing before, and it is weird. The Ritchelach acknowledges it's weird, and Sivachelach says weird stuff sometimes. It's a thing he does. It's, it's, well, he's one of the Rishonim where you regularly find things you don't find in any other Rishon. So you, you don't still think that uh, the standard in the Sefer Chinuch is more... Like, I do think the standard in the Sefer is more Machim than what Pesachar is saying. I'm not sure what the standard is, though. It's a very weird standard. I have no idea how to like place it, but it's clear. If it's less than Mikhail Nefesh, how do you know that it's more than what Pesachar says? What? Um, because he tries to describe him. It doesn't sound to me like he's describing what Pesachar is uh -huh. He tries to describe him. He says, you're very weak, you're sick. Okay, well, let's also forget he's coming down because he thinks the standard for a full shear is not actual because it's not Mikhail sure. Nefesh. Absolute gummer either. So he sure. right. So you can accept his lumbus and then just bump everything up a step. But then you're still it. alive at all this which is you know, there are worse things, but they're also much, much better things. <laughs> places to be. <laughs> like I said, okay. there are worse places to be. So let's read the paragraph that uh that Ravisaku wrote, right? Let's just see where we get it. Then I'm you know, then we connected to the Tosis and Shavuos, and let's see what the Tosis and Shavuos says, and let's see where all that uh where all that ends up. So well, we're on the once, bottom. Once we just tie this to like, you know, like subjective experience of what people like and then to money, right? Yeah. Like doesn't doesn't that also like um like like yeah. erode the connection with Pikuach Nefesh? Because there are lots of sicknesses that people would pay lots of money to avoid that have nothing to do with, you know, any kind of like really serious illness, right? Like like people would probably pay lots of money to avoid hair loss. And that's like it's not that that's that's that that's clearly like some kind of like sickness, but it's mm -hmm. not the kind of sickness that we would ever associate with the kind of severity of Pikuach Nefesh. That's interesting. Um, people would probably not pay a fifth of their income. Like maybe I'm underestimating people, but I really I a don't. A lot of men would pay a lot of money for hair loss solutions, <laughs> where these places wouldn't be in business. Like I I just I think it's kind of like a unnecessary like what if like I think that people do make like important distinctions between things that impact how they relate to things that impact their health versus how things that impact like aesthetics 
Like, okay. But maybe we could say is that, right, as a compromise, but it lets you consider pain as opposed to health, probably. Because people will pay lots of money to avoid pain, even if the pain is chronic and not deteriorating. Right. That's what, you know, what, right, what percentage of their income will people pay to, right, to avoid, um, I don't know, there are, I guess they're too close to home, but there are too many, right, there are too many, there are lots of, there are lots of, of conditions that just cause constant pain. Like a friend had like really terrible, terrible, like chronic crippling headaches and if she didn't, didn't eat, yeah, and so like she got a heterachila like they weren't actually like those things were in no way going to like kill her. It was just like immensely painful and incapacitating. Right. So migraines, I think, would be a great enough to right? Assuming that we don't have evidence yeah. that migraines are actually life shortening, well, or spinal surgeries to let you able to be able to walk. If you're if you're losing your ability to move your legs because your bone is encroaching on your spine, lots of people. Okay, right. it's unlikely that's going to matter in your Kipper. Right, migraine, but I feel a migraine coming on in Yom Kippur, right? Yeah. So Tisha B'av, I think it's pretty clear you feel right if you feel a migraine coming on that you right that you drink, yeah. but Yom Kippur that's not anywhere near as obvious, um, right? So I think I think that probably Rav Bissak lets you drink, right? Lets lets you um, lets you drink to avoid right to avoid migraines which are debilitating for days. It's in the shirim. Well, you drink right. Let's you drink buckles, make a share. So fundamentally, we, we have severed severed any connection between the kind of flow that lets you eat on your kipper and like, right. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to go to hair loss, right? Which is where we can deal with aesthetics. We can have moral judgments about it, uh, <laughs> right? If we wanted, if we wanted to, but um, but right, as opposed to migraines, there's no moral judgment at all. Uh, migraines are just debilitating, right, for days. Mm-hmm. But you think fundamentally, he agrees that this severs a connection. I think so. I mean, I think it's more of a connection to hair loss. It's not that we can, you know, rub it in on young people or that, um, but that people spend a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the hair loss is probably equivalent for some women to the amount of money that they spend on cosmetics and even plastic surgery, mm-hmm. um, that it's a case of identity and how you want to present yourself. Um, not to, I don't, I wouldn't go into the trans community because there's a lot, um, there's a lot more there. But just in general, this idea too that you want to be you want to be attractive, um, and that that's like not just part of your identity, but part of your mental health. Um, I don't know. Certainly, people spend literally, you know, twenty percent of their income on that. Yeah. People people routinely well, spend all of their money on plastic surgery. Income sometimes. On, I, I don't know. I don't it is true. That. People spend. <laughs> people spend. They, they spend more than they own. That's the whole thing with women. Right. It's not right. credit no, cards. They spend no, too much money. Like example. someone paying for top surgery and some like a 50-year-old guy paying to like, you know, cover up his bald spot. Like, I think we can draw distinctions. Right. And then we can do it also. Yeah. But it depends. It's depends. Depends. not applicable to our Yom Kippur case. Yeah. A, they're not Yom Kippur cases. And B, in most of those extreme cases, we could probably... But he's not just talking about Yom Kippur. Like whatever it's else the, you can I, say yeah. is Israel Alma. He thinks it's much for this. Uh, well, okay. So we have to figure out what other examples there are. That's why it matters whether there's anything that doesn't have a law. Well, there must be some other example of Israel Alma that would apply to this. I don't know. So let's go through it. Let's see where it, and let's try and see what that could be. But yes, I, I think a lot of the other cases we're talking about, we're going to end up assimilating to Pekulach Nefesh um, by different mechanisms. Like many of these <laughs> things, right? The, whatever archaeological arguments you make, whether you think they're compelling or not, will end up claiming elevated suicide risk otherwise, right? So mm. they can and they can so they connect to the Gulf Nefesh um, yeah. in that way. So I, I so I, I would bracket those questions for now because I think that the, that um, that they are separable. I think the right question is 
what other is sort of other than chas yishir, uh, right? Also, the practical question is like, what happens if, because you know, almost everything can be done in some way that will make it only drabanan. Uh, it can be done bishinoi, it can be done only nachri, right? All those sort, right? Right? All those sorts of issues. So if he's if he's really defining it in the end just by what what punishment you would get if you right if you were if you were to do if you were to do it without the excuse, so then you would end up allowing lots and lots of things with a much with a, with a much lower standard. I think if you really define it that way. Do you think this is material derabanans also for this? Well, I don't know. That's part of that's why I wanted to. That's why I wanted to uh, try and argue that, that he, even though he only says it's lower than I say is, I wanted to argue. Right, it's part of what I'm trying to do is control this by arguing. You know, it actually has to be the races that are lower than Durabanans also. Uh, right. That's what I would like to get to. So you think you think Fatsushir and Yom Kippur is less important than like any Stam Durabanan? It could be, right? If, if that were right, it could be that you would allow people to eat urine before you would allow them to take a bath. Well, unfortunately. It's not clear if the Sefer... That makes no sense. I was about to say the Sefer Chinuch who's quoting disagrees with him, but I'm actually less sure. Because Sefer Chinuch says that you're allowed to measure on Shabbos to, for the purpose of this type of on Yom Kippur, yeah. because... Um, so, so it's not clear whether he thinks Chatsi Shir... Well, he says Chatsi Shir is the right also. So we know he thinks Chatsi Shir is the right but does he think it's less important than Derabanans? Not clear. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think he, he has a source that says it explicitly. Mm-hmm. I. 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 I thought this whole idea of an Easter Alma was a little scary. Mm-hmm. And right, as you can see, I'm trying to eliminate. I'm trying to remove it from the category of all lobs that don't have malchus. I don't know that he necessarily agrees with that because I think he's very insincere. I, I, and I know he's very into the the Rambam's right that Rambam that says that uh, that says that um, this, you know that the gradations of of seriousness are measured by punishment. Um, you know, it, it was amused to some extent by my citing all the all the cases where explicitly say where explicitly say things are too are too severe for punishment. Right, the sin is too severe for punishment, uh, mm-hmm. right? Which is the, the best the, the most obvious counter to any such claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and interesting now, right, the Marschayas claims that the Mola, as I, I think I mentioned, the Moloch is a paradigm. And there are lots of times when the uh, when a part when part and whole, right? You know, have complicated relationships. Um, where right, if you sacrifice one of your children, you right, you get you get you get you get death penalty. You sacrifice all of your children, you don't. Or just lazy and choking. It's everywhere. You never get punishments for amazing, basically. In principle, you do. Um, and Karis counts. Maybe. Once you, you have to count. I have to find the unbound. I have to find the unbound. Okay, so I I would like to I would like to find some way of limiting the principle. And I read that Tosfot, and initially I thought that Tosfot got me where I wanted to. Which, right, which is to claim that I can set up the standard on the basis of Mushba Omid, and that we could claim that there are derises that are not, not Mushba Omid, even though there are buttons are. Um, so that's what I want to test and see. I, I think in the process, it turned out that I got it. I got at least one sugya backwards, or I've, never, I've not thought a sugya through, even though it's one of my favorite sugya. Um, I will also try and, um, I said some of you already got the issue in the sugya in, uh, in the sugya in Yoma, which um, as I learned the sugya in Yoma for the first time, I think in camp, uh, it's probably something like 40 years ago, and the transition from uh, from from Chatzishir to Shvuas Edus, which doesn't seem to make any sense to me, uh, was just I, I couldn't sleep for that month, and I kept asking Rashi Yeshiva, and uh, and you know, I, I say the joke I always say, but I was serious about it. Like I thought there'd be none of them. They would give me the obvious answer or explain what the obvious answer was wrong, and then they would apparently not get insomnia. And I never understood like why anybody 
Did you I, actually get insomnia from this? I wake up in the middle of the night and you know just thinking Whoa. about it. Just, <laughs> totally, you know, look, it, you know, unless you think that it has anything to do with Kedusha, I also used to wake up in the middle of the night in college and feel this incredible urge to read Blake. Uh, <laughs> so you know <laughs> things are odd things happen to people. <laughs> um but uh, for some reason they'll say, oh, no, we gotta read Blake. You know, but uh, but what that the, happens one day. But what if the um, but that's like it still that's like it still gets bad. I think after I, I sat in Rosalogy's class and so then I could say, you know what, sometimes maybe the bridges and so don't have to be quite as rigorous as the steps within the within the area, but it still bothers me that it's well bothers not so much the problem is that nobody asked it. Like how could it go two thousand years and there's this obvious flaw and no one noticed it, it drove me nuts. Um, and yet all the you know Rosh Hashiva seemed to be able to sleep. Uh, very, very, very puzzling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not, you know, think for them, but you know, they seemed the net, but like, you know, I could observe them over the, the month after I asked them the question, and the word suddenly rings under their eyes, and things like that. You know, some of them I know have migraines, you know, so could be you know, coincidental confounding factors. So maybe this question solves migraines at the same time as it, as it gives you insomnia. It's tough to do. Okay. So we have a Sugi influence that, um, that all of us except Lexi had trouble with, I think. <laughs> uh, so kudos to Lexi for getting it right. Um, where the Gemara, the Gemara raises a um, raises a contradiction between the two halves of of the Mishnah. Right? It asks why are you um, why why are you putter in one and Chayav in the other, and explains the difference is whether you include the categories um, in the Shvu or you don't. Um, the Gemara says, even if you, um, even if you, uh, oh, actually, if you're, you know what, rather than my pumping through, Lexi, why don't you read it to us? <laughs> Explain to us again. Uh, I can't hear you right now. You're, you're muted. Sorry. There okay. We uh, where do you want me to read from? Uh, well, let's, let's just go through the whole saga. Okay. Um, so, Shua Shalo Ochal. Okay, so like we we have these things that seem to be um, contradictory within the same Mishnah, which is that on the one hand, if I eat and drink things that are like that are not like suited for consumption, then I'm potter. Um, and on the other hand, like if I eat Nivela and Trefot, et cetera, I'm Chayav. Um, and those shouldn't those also be considered things that like I'm I'm not able to eat? Like why am I Chayav in the case of Nivela and Trefot, but not in the other? Why are they also things that I shouldn't be able to eat? Because I, I, I'm already forbidden to eat them. Uh, so being <laughs> forbidden is the same thing as being being forbidden to you is the same thing as being inedible. At least that's what the Gemara is talking about. Until the end. I, think, I think that's what the Kushia is suggesting, right? Okay. That like being it's, already forbidden to me is the same as just being an inedible food. Um, so why am I Petar in one case and Chayav in the other? Um, okay, so this isn't a difficulty. The Reisha is a case where I didn't specify um, like what I just said like achila, right? I um, and so when I just say achila and I don't explicitly say I can't eat dirt or whatever, then it's assumed that 
I can in fact eat dirt because that's not really food. Whereas the SAFA is when I explicitly said, I'm not allowed to eat Neve load, tray food, et cetera. Um, okay, just to be clear. So the first, so in the first case, I say a, in the ratio where I'm putter, I say generically, I won't eat. And then to right, the answer, when I eat inedible foods, so the result is I haven't really violated my oath because our understanding of the language of the oath was never intended to include inedible foods. Yes. Whereas in the, whereas if I, whereas in either case, if I say specifically, I won't eat and then I won't eat X and X is inedible. So we resolve the paradox in favor of saying that, I mean, I won't perform an action that would be eating if I were dealing with edible substances on, right on this, on, right on this inedible substance. And therefore, um, right. And therefore the oath, the oath is, um, the, the, the oath is binding. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So saying like, if I had just said, I won't eat period, nothing else, I wouldn't be high off reading Nivella and Trefo and things like that. But it was only because I said, I won't eat Nivella. Um, okay. okay. That's, that's the first suggestion to resolve the Kashya between these two seemingly divergent um, outcomes. But then we have, um, But even on our, like, our tea roots, we, we have an issue. Like even if I explicitly said, I won't eat Nivellot, why is that able to take effect? Like it should be something like I am already forbidden from eating Nivello. Why why would the Shua take effect on that? How is that different than the Hava Amina? Like the ha the Hava Amina, as in like with when you say the Tay roots, it the Tay roots suggested that like so long as I that like on the one hand, because these are forbidden, they wouldn't generally be included within the style. Right, I understand that, but before I gave that terrace, right? You said right, you said that the comparison was based on the idea that. It, that halakhically forbidden foods are considered inedible, right? That was the initial havamina, right? Then we said no, right? 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 Then, then we said no. We're not really, we're not really claiming that at all. And are we now going back to our initial claim? But right, no, they, they didn't say we're not claiming that at all. It, they, it, it upheld, it upheld the comparison, and it just said that the reason we have different dinim is because these are made different okimtas on the reisha and the seifa. So it upheld the comparison between the enan ruin la and the Nivella and Trefot, um, it just said that the, the Seifa was when I explicitly said, I won't eat Nivella and Trefot. Okay, um, I, th I think I want to be a, a little bit more precise and something right. I think that the way we now have to read, go back and read the first line and claim that the initial question itself was only about the language of oaths, right? The reason, right? The, op the opening contradiction was, right? The opening question should be understood as, does the language include things that I wouldn't eat anyway? And the, right, and we assume that, right. The answer is um, no, it doesn't unless you include unless you include them explicitly. And now, having resolved the linguistic issue of the oath, now we get to a substantive question, right? Which is even if the oath, even if the language of the oath is intended to include this, in the case of Nevelos and Trefos, it's still halakhically it's still halakhically valid, right? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, like even if I am able, even if you say, okay, the Nivella and Trefo wouldn't be included within a Stam Shvua not to eat, but if you specified it, then you're specifically talking about Nivella and Trefo, and we know that's what you're talking about. Still, now there's a problem of like a Shvua can't take effect on a previously existent Isser. Okay, good. So now we have Machloket Rav, 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 Rav Shvua and Rabbi Yochanan on the one hand. Um, right, we don't seem to have a, a phrase, right, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and they say, well, there's a solution to this, which is which means that we now, in, 
we, we now, you make a statement that explicitly includes both edible and inedible foods or, uh, or does that not matter? No, I think like, I think we still, I think this is building off of the last bit. I don't think this is yeah. meant to validate okay. the distinction we previously made. So this would have to be me saying, I vow that I will not eat shluta and nevela. I rather I will not eat shluta and nevela, and and um, and I can I can put those terms separately in the context of the same oath, and that's good enough. I don't have to come up with a generic with a general term that includes both. No, I don't think so. I mean, I I just did hilchot shluta in the Mishnah Torah a little bit about ago, which is obviously just the Rambam's opinion, but it didn't. It seemed to imply that I can just I can just say like I won't eat X and X, and is that's part of this shvua. It's considered part of the same thing. So. Since I included shluta, which I'm otherwise permitted to eat, and the oath would take effect on that, the novella is kind of grandfathered into the shvua. Okay, All right. So we can claim that it's something about that, you know, if, right? If I were in a regular mode, I would say, right. So once the shvua, once the shvua finds a finds a, a place of purchase to be halon, right? Then, right? Then, right? Then it's then it's halon everything. Then it's toefaced, right? And but but it has to find a. Uh, it has to find a spike protein or something for it right, <laughs> um, to uh, right to, to have a spot. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so that's Rabbi Yochanan, and that would. And what do you think that wouldn't apply to, to inedible foods? That if I say, if I or that it would, or if I say, I think I think we're still. I don't think at any point we we argued against the comparison between the inedible foods and veil and trefot. So this would seemingly like. Like, but the thing is, there's no issue. Like, we already, we, the, the earlier Tay roots doesn't pose a problem to the inedible foods thing, right? Like, there would be no other problem to me saying, I'll eat dirt or I won't eat dirt. So, like, if, if I said, I won't eat dirt, the first Tay roots implies that I am now forbidden to eat dirt. Yeah. You know, it's just that if I just said, okay. mm -hmm. I'm forbidden to eat, dirt wouldn't be included. Okay, fine. So, we're good. And then okay. Rish Lakish sets this up. He says, there's a machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbanon as to what you mean, if you, right, if you say, I won't eat, do you include, do you include a or not? Um, but either way, Rish Lakish says that you can resolve the Mushma of Omid Meher Sinai problem by saying, by saying that we're talking about a, by talking about Chatzishir. So long as we know, once we know that you're talking about Chatzishir, that resolves the, um, that resolves the, the, um, that resolves the, the uh, Mushma of Omid Meher Sinai problem, yes? Yeah, although it is a little a little confusing thing about about his thing is that he uses the language of like stam beforeash, but he's using it differently than we did in the first tay roots. Like I I I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure he's upholding the first tay roots that like I would need to say I'm not eating nevelot, but here beforeash and stam he means beforeash that I'm forbidding myself from a shir versus for Rabbi Akiva it would just be. I'm forbidding myself from Nevelo. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Because Rabbi Akiva thinks it automatically includes it, right? Yeah. But I think that's the same meanings, right? Whether, whether, whether I, it's a question of whether I have the in condition the, in, the in question. Stam meant, in the first tier, Stam meant I'm forbidding myself from eating. Right. Uh, okay. Whereas, yeah. Okay. Doesn't bother me. Um, okay. So Rabbi Akiva, so right, so, and it doesn't matter also whether you include things that aren't Chatzishir, right? Because according to Rabbi Akiva, we're going to end up with a case where you include both full shirim and chatzishirim, 
Whereas according to Rish Lakish, you might right, according to the Rabbanan, it seems like even Shvush Lo Chal Chatzishir is Chal. Uh, right? So we've, we don't, we don't, Rish Lakish doesn't need the Kolal answer at all. Right? He just says, right, that if you, right, in principle, if you take an oath, I won't eat a half shear of pig. That is Chal. And on the logic of the Gemara, that's because that's not Mushpah Omeh Mehar Sinai. Yes? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So now, Rav we now we ask the questions, uh, right, why doesn't Rav Yochanan hold like, um, like, um, like, like Rish Lakish? So why don't you read that through and tell me how you understood everything. Well, the first one is actually the opposite. The first, the first question is why doesn't, well, yeah, so fine. Fine, no. Rabbi Yochanan, why we would get Bishlama Rabbi Yochanan Lo Amar Kresh Lakish. We understand why Rabbi Yochanan didn't use Rish Lakish's Teruds. Because Rabbi Yochanan wanted to establish, give a Teruds um, that worked for like everyone within our Mishnah, that he was able to give like an Okimta that, that works, that can apply to the whole Mishnah, whereas Rish Lakish has to give two different Okimta. Why does Rabbi Yochanan have to give two Okimtas? Because based off of the rabbis versus Rabbi Akiva, for Rabbi Akiva would apply even if he said Nevela for the rabbis that he would have to explicitly say According to Rish Lakish, if I explicitly say it, right, doesn't it work according to everybody? Yes, but like he ends up, I don't know, they, they end up saying that like, okay, he has to make different explanations. Yeah, but it's not really true, right? He doesn't really have to, he chooses to. I think the implication is just Rabbi Yochanan's like thing is like simpler as it were it, it doesn't it doesn't depend seemingly on on disputed opinions which we end up seeing is wrong um which the host vote will address like there is actually a disputed opinion but right now it seems to suggest there be Ochanan's like terrors doesn't isn't connected to anything that's like disputed that it would just apply to everyone okay so we're just putting out that it's not really that's not really compelling at all because Rachel is, is connected to something disputed but not in the way which is necessary he could resolve it by just explain by by making his okimta the one that works according to both opinions. Yeah. Um, okay. What answer did we not give for Biochan, which is that we know, which is the obvious answer. Uh, right. One that the Tosfo will will obviously ask is like, okay, we have this explicit machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish about Chetzi Shir, which is that Rabbi Yochanan thinks it's Doraita and Rish Lakish thinks it's Durabanan. So like the simplest thing would to be just say. Rabbi Yochanan thinks Katishir is Doraita, and so he thinks it's Mishbavo made, and so Rish Lakish's Teirut doesn't work for him. Okay, good. So we understand both the problem with Rabbi Yochanan, with the Gemara's answer for Rabbi Yochanan, and the right, both the, the, the visible problem, which is that what it says doesn't work, and the invisible problem, which is that it has something which works a lot better. Okay. Right. And so we we gave the, the explanation as to why Rabbi Yochanan didn't use Rish Lakish's Teirut, even if it's not compelling. Whatever, um, but Rish Lakish, why doesn't he use Rabbi Yochanan's? So Amar Lecha, Kiam Rinan Isor Kolal, Bisor Haba Me'lav, Bisor Haba Al Yedei Atzmo Lo Amrinan. So this the Rashi helped me on, um, but right that like Rish Lakish thinks that when we say Isor Kolal takes effect, i.e., when we say that a more inclusive prohibition is able to take effect on a previous prohibition. That's only with something that happens, quote unquote, may love. And the example given was Yom Kippur. That like uh, for Yom Kippur, if you eat Nevela, you're high of kare for eating on Yom Kippur. Even though Nevela were already forbidden, the history of Yom Kippur comes and includes that of Nevela. Um, 
Whereas something that like, um, whatchamacallit, what's the language he uses? Habaliadatsmo, aka I'm taking a shvua to make Nevela forbidden to me along with shvuta. He says that doesn't work. He's saying like when I'm actively trying to impose this iser kolel, it doesn't take effect. It's only kind of for things that are already existent. Okay, right. So we have, you know, you know, just to you know, put out our options, right? We could say that we could try and use, we could try and be really literal about the language of the Gemara and say it depends whether it's whether it's Bama Elav and Bali they have snow and claim it has something to do with human with human imposition as opposed to divine Isurin. We could claim that it's just that it's just that Israkal only works to in the context of any Israel Isurin has nothing to do with Mushbavome, right? Or right, or we could claim that it's a din, right, that it's a din in um in all Isurim except for Shruas, right? We could all, we could all have, we could have our fun. We could come up with enough caminas as to uh, right between the Dharam and Shavuos, right? All sorts of things like that. If we wanted to to set that out, fine. Okay, but basically, right? Where we right basically we're, basically we have distinguished the Dharam from other issues for now for our purposes. Okay, go on. Right. So so now we've resolved um, why Rish Lakish doesn't hold it. Um, so now we're going to get something that supports Rachel Akish. So in our Mishnah, um, Rabbi Shimon says that in this, in the case we're referring to, the person would be pator from like from the shvua, you know, like that they wouldn't be chayav because of the shvua and eating this thing. Um, and so according to Reish Lakish's like okimta of, of what we're dealing with, it makes sense that Rabbi Shimon would poter because we see Reish Lakish's explanation is that this is about Chatzishir and that because like Chatzishir is Durabanan, therefore um, the Shvua is able to be Chalalav. And Rabbi Shimon thinks that even Chatzishir is like Doraita, not just Doraita, but Doraita like Lamalko, like very much Doraita. Therefore, he thinks that the shear that the shvua wouldn't take effect on it because even chazi shear is totally is totally mushbavomid. So, according to Rishlakish's explanation, it's consistent why Rabbi Shimon would say that you're a pator from the shvua in this scenario. Okay. But Rabbi Yochanan, why wouldn't this or Kolal explanation? Why would Rabbi Shimon not fall into that? Um, and so the answer is Midehutama Ella Mishum Isur Kolel, Rabishimon the Tame, Delate Isur Kolel, Tatanya, Rabishimon of Air, Ochel Nevela Biamakipurin, Pator. So the answer is the, the same thing, basically, that just as uh, Rabishimon, well, whatever, just as Rabishimon is Poter according to Rishwakish's logic because he believes, has a different stance on the status of Chatzishir. So too with Rabbi Yochanan's terutz, he just doesn't believe in the in the principle of Isser Kolel. So everybody else buys into it. Um, and that's why they think you're Pator. Oh, sorry, why they think you're Chayav. And he doesn't buy into it. So he thinks it wouldn't take effect. And you... All right. So this is this is a formally driven example, right? Because we could just as well have said Bishlama Rabbi Yochanan, right? Uh, right. They both have like explicit support for why Rabbi Shimon. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just probably a formally driven thing because the first one was Bishlama Rabbi Yochanan So the second one is going to be Bishlama Rabbi Yochanan, and it's right. nothing, right? And it's just it's just the balance issue, and it has nothing to do with substance, as to which is which is preferable. Okay. Fine. Last one. So So there's this principle that for Shvua to be to take effect, they have to be able to, it has to be something you could say in both the positive and the negative, that like both this thing and its opposite 
has to be something that you could vow on. Um, and so for a shlakish, you could make a vow to say, I, I will eat a chatzishir of nevela. Since it's only aser derabanan, that vow would take effect. Um, we don't know that it's aser derabanan. This is not aser deraisa. Fine. I mean, yes, so, it's not other door, right? Uh, um, we say that, like, that would be able to take effect. Okay, but for Biochanan, he doesn't talk about Chatzishir. He implies that you could just say, like, Nevela and Shruta. How could somebody ever, somebody couldn't make a take a Shua to eat Nevela, um, to just eat it stum? Lexi, um, can you explain again why Rai Reish Lakish has a Hain? His Hain is that because the opposite of the scenario he he gives would be somebody vowing, I will eat a chetzi shear of nevela. And since that is minimally, according to Rish Lakish, not aser do raita, like minimally it's not mushvav omed, that is the that is a shvua you could take to say, I will eat a chetzi shear of nevela. So you're so assuming... Go ahead, Avi. So the requirement that there be a hain isn't that there be a hain in the shua, but rather that you could... Yeah. Shua, that would be chal... With, with the hand. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be that the shua has a negative and positive component, but that you could have vowed its opposite. And the assumption is that um you can that that if you that if you take a vow to um to do something that's also rabbanan that's not mashbel mashkatu batara. Okay. Why isn't that mashbel mashkatu batara? You could say, look, um, it's it's still the rabbanan answer. So that's the question about the sugit, right, as to what this sugit does with the sugit in Yuma, which asks that question explicitly. Yeah. Right. That's the. Uh, right. We don't really know because of the rabbanon, right? All we know is that Rish Lakish holds that Chazi Shir solves. What we know is the way the Gemara sets it up, right? The Gemara, the Gemara, the Gemara presents Rish Lakish's Okimta of Chazi Shir as a response to the question of isn't this Mushbavomi Marasinai, from which we derive that Rish Lakish holds that Chazi Shir is not Mushbavomi Marasinai. Why Rish Lakish holds Chazi Shir is not Moshev Arsinai is not contained in our Gemara. Right? That you have to bring from somewhere else. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So what's the final answer it's for Rabbi Yochanan? So the final resolution for Rabbi Yochanan here um, is the... Um, like Efer, but I forget if you say Afar or Efer. That's Afar, right? It's an Ayan, right? Yeah. Ayan is usually Afar, yes. Right. So Afar Pator. Um, so rather, um, and so I think that what's different about this, this last tiered support for Rabbi Yochanan, I think does consist of undoing that very first linguistic Tarots. Um, and that in either case, um, I'm, I'm taking like a shvua just not to eat and making no like specification. Um, and in like the, this, this support, this territory for Rabbi Yochanan actually does involve undoing the comparison between the inanrin lechol ve, um, nebela and trefot. That this one is suggesting that if I say I won't eat stam, like eating dirt is not considered eating. Whereas eating nevela or trefa, even though it's like iser, it would be considered eating. So that would be like included within that vow. Okay, excellent. That's what Rashi says also. Okay, excellent. Um, Thank you. Yes. So is the reason that this is Rabbi Yochanan Ahain that um, 
according to Rabbi Yochanan, now in both cases, in both the Reisha and the Seifa, I'm just saying I won't eat some, and I can say I will eat, and that's the hint. Correct. Okay, got it. Okay, so now we know it's the Tostas. All right, Tostas says, right, Demuki Lucky Divriya Kola, we pointed out that that line has, um, has weaknesses, right? So one, um, right, so one of the, right, so there's, there are three weaknesses, really. There's the, there's the weakness that it's not really true that Rich Lakish isn't the Divriya Kola. There's the weakness that he should have said that he should have said, well, Chazishir is much of made because I hold this Yoraisa. And Tosas place had a third option that turns out Rabbi Yochan isn't even the Divriya Kola. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, third, right, third problem. Um, right, but he says, <laughs> we mean is only all those positions that are explicit in the are explicit in the relevant Mishnayot. Um, um, okay, and um, and secondly, the existence of other such of other such positions don't matter because Rosh explains explains why he's arguing. Um, okay, the Imtomar, the look may be mefarish v'divriyakol. So why don't right? So this is this version of my question, right? Why don't we just instead of having Rish Lakish make make does let Rish Lakish come up with a case which works according to both the Rabbah and Rabbi Akiva? Okay, and the answer is if you said it's mefarish, he thinks that Rabbi Akiva would think that if it's stam, you're patur. So why is that? So why am I patur? So the claim is that this is linguistic again. The Rishlokish would agree that if I say shvur shalom, what, 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 is, what is the answer here? I've lost the Gemara right now. We're trying to explain why, the Gemara says, why does Rishlokish not hold like Rishlokish? And the Gemara said it's because it's the, because Rishlokish isn't the different call. So we said, let's make the Okimta that makes Rishlokish the different call. And we claim, no, even that Okimta wouldn't be the different wouldn't be the Livriakol. Rabbi Akiva, right, that um, if you're, um, if, right, that, right, that sorry, even if I let me talk about this, Rabbi Akiva, ah, no, I see, my fault, just linguistic, right, he says that if you made the Okinta Mefarish, then people would misunderstand mm-hmm. and think the Stam was Patur. So Rishlokish, right, Rishlokish wouldn't want to say the Okinta was Mefarish because people would assume that he wasn't doing that to be the Livriakol, they would assume he was doing that to exclude the position of the Rabbana. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're in a catch-22, you know, that you can't, you can't do it. Okay. All right. The Imtomar. Why not to give the answer that Rishlokish, that Rav Yochan holds, Chatzishir, Asir, Minatora, and therefore Bekolshu, Nami, Mushvel, right, that's where we are, right, that's, that's our question. Why doesn't he give the answer from the Gemara and Yuma? So Yishlomar, the Kevan, the Leka, Ela, Isur, Alma. Love Mushbava Omid Kashivle, and then he has this phrase Kafdalad Kafarsil because on because this Brita is quoted first on Khaf Aleph. Uh-huh. And he gives the same answer there? Yeah. Okay. So do you have any what does that answer mean? Okay, the Lekka is Ella Isurba Alma Lav Mushbava Omid Kashifle. This came out of nowhere. Right. So where did it right? So where did where where does this answer mean? Why? Maybe Mushbava Omeda only includes certain types of things that are similar to having taken a shua, and this is not similar to having taken a shua. Why is this not similar to taking why is it not similar to having taken a shua? What does he mean by that? I don't know. Maybe it has, it has no penalty. So anything that has no penalty can't be Mushbava Omei because it, well, he, well, he wasn't like similar to having taken a shua. So what's the penalty for violating a shua? It's not Malkus. Probably Malkus, right? So you could argue that by definition, any history that doesn't have Malkus. Is not right, can't be mushba because you would get the milk, you would at least get the milk for violating your shua. Well, 
But that is the problem of all the essays. We do say essays, which uh, are all over the place, don't we? Like matzah, we can't make sure not to. Right, so he, he, he tries to deal with that, but. Um... Okay, so that's a, that's a, that's, you know, we have to try and, right, but this would, this would be the broadest conception, right? That it's really just ownership based. Um, although we don't know that it's theologically ownership based, it could be, right? It could be just, um, evidence, evidence um, broadly based, that it's evidence punishment based, that if there's no punishment, obviously there's no shvur. It doesn't sound like Tosfut's trying to build up some broader category here. It sounds like sort of backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. I saying like this, this must somehow be something that's Isur Deraidza, but still not much from the that because there's no other way to understand it. Okay, so it could be an answer that he can't explain. It's just he's saying it. I mean, it could be that you can then justify it ex post facto, but like I don't know if Tosa would want to build up whole categories around this. Okay, I don't know either. I just don't know how he, how he avoids it yet. Mm -hmm. um, okay, he also right, there are there are two um, fudge words in here. One is isur ba'alma. Right? What yeah. does that mean? Right? What does ba'alma mean? So ba'alma can mirror good. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't help me any. And the other is chashivle, as opposed to lav mushba Yeah. Right. So the whole right the whole question of how seriously we take this shvua. Right, so it sounds like his answer is on the one hand taking this for really seriously if you understand the way I did, right? That it's right that the, the punishment is a raya because if it really were a shvur, there would be malkos. And on the other hand, chashivlev is we don't consider him as if right. Well, because well, maybe maybe we think you you really did take a shvur on it, but it's not similar to if you had taken a shvur like you know the way we usually understand shvur. So therefore, we consider it as if you were not much of omate, even though we know that in fact it was included in the shvur at Harsinai. I don't know. They could have lots of real fun and claim like the shvur was on the Torah, called on the Torah, but the things that don't have punishments are really like the chassi shir of there. Uh, right. Rashi is already using isabalma as to mean something with less punishment or no punishment. He says zekarit v'zek isabalma somewhere in Sachin. So so Tosfot already knows maybe it just means isabalma just means an isa without a punishment. Well, um, okay, Malkos falls in between there. Sure, but okay, zekarit is just an example of the punishment. Okay, Isra Balma could just mean a mere, a mere prohibition with no teeth. Like Ashara Balma. If it's Ashara Balma, you definitely agree with me. Ashara Balma means right, Ashara without a connected punishment because Ashara right. and Onish are. Right, so are maybe it's just a cognitive that. Cognitive that. Interesting. I really should have said Ashara Balma. <laughs> I just very read the says right so you can't have a punishment without it without a do not statement so in Azhar of Alma it's a do not statement that doesn't carry a punishment with it because in the Jirash Alakha Azhar is a term for the do not statement as opposed to Onish right so you know so uh, one who does X Motumad is an Onish don't right don't do X as an Azhar and that explains the redundancies where often Fumash explains two kinds, right? As, two, as both statements, don't do X, and if you do X, you die. Tosfot uses it this way too. It's like someone else says, Lav dafka loka, ella isa ba'alma. Okay. So it could, mean, it could be that the word ba'alma offers us no information beyond the absence of punishment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now he says, ah, yes. Um, um, this may be something that everyone's already gotten except for me, but when it says, Velukme, um, um, isn't that what Rabbi Yochanan does? He says it's, it's Divrakol for him. And um, it's Mefarish, at least the way the Gemara is understanding it at this point. So, so isn't that, like, why is it saying Rabbi Yochanan should do that? That is what Rabbi Yochanan does. No, it's saying, why why can't we say Rish Lakish um, is able to just say Mefarish? Like, if I say, I won't eat a chatsi shir of Nivela, and that would apply to everybody. Because that would include Rabbi Akiva's opinion that even if I say it's dumb, that I've said that on myself. 
and it would include the rabbis who think you have to make it explicit. So why not just say Reish Lakish is able to establish it according to everybody in the case of explicitly saying, I won't eat a chazishir. Oh, so it's a question of Reish Lakish, not Rabbi Yochan. I believe so. Okay. Uh, also, also you get, as Lexi put it earlier, the word mefarish, you know, has two contexts. It can mean right mefarish exact um, about about the inedible foods, or it can be mefarish about chatzishir. So why why is it that that Reish Lakish can't, could have said a mefarish for David Because we assume that even the rabbanon agree that if you're mefarish, that uh, right that that it works. Right? The kibbutz says only if you're mefarish. The rabbanon say even if you're mefarish. So if so mefarish should work according to both the rabbanon and Rabbi Akiva. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So now we get to the right. So, Afalgav de Ain Isra Lav Chayel Al Isra Say. Right. So he says, but we know that you can't write Ain Isra Chayel Isra applies even to an Isra Say. And he has a proof, right? He has a proof of that where an Asonti Tainlo, which creates an Isra of denying charity, char- charity to a poor person, is considered, is considered to be. Um, is considered to be an assay. And nonetheless, we need a drusha to prove, right? The drusha of Mesu Voki is, is, uh, is used to prove, sorry, and also, also right? we, we also have another case, right? Where Mesu Voki where the where we, where we require a Pasuk to prove that an Esr Chal Esr doesn't apply to a specific Esr assay, which means it generally applies to an, to an, to an Esr assay. So given that general principle, that any Israel applies to an Israel So you would think, apparently, Kalvachomer, if it applies to an Israel then it must apply to a Stam Isr. Um, and now we have to make a second move. And we're assuming that the principle of any Israel is the same principle as Mushra Vomi Beharsina. That it's not a unique to Shavuos. Right? So if you assume that, if you assume that Mushra Vomi is really just in a specific, that the issue of taking a Shavua. On something that's already usur is just a specific application of the general principle of any israel isr, and we're not introducing the distinction we have there between israel bali diaspo and isr, and isr and which we use to distinguish the categories. Okay, right, we could say that, right? That that was uh, well, it's also Shlakish's uh, idea. Amarlah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Bishlam Okay, fine. Right. So we can say that. Right. So. On the assumption that within Rabbi Yochanan, thank you, within Rabbi Yochanan, the, right, those two categories are conflated. So then we would assume that a we would assume that since an Isr Asay counts as an Isr for the purpose of an Isr Chal Isr, therefore an Isr Ba'alma, which is framed as a negative, should also count that way. Um, and the response is you, you, it, don't, you don't need to conflate them for that, right? His, his first proof text against himself it says much of made about an Isr Asay. Uh, this is true, but his line is Alpha Gabda in Israel of Chayel Israel. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's describing it that way, but he doesn't, he doesn't need that assumption to make it. It doesn't have to be logically us. necessary. It's just, right, it's just, it's just clear he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, Asseis don't have punishments. Mm-hmm. So, what does afilu mean in this context? So it has to be, it has to be something like the Israel alma has to be more than purely an indicator of like no onesh. Like, like I, I which makes sense to me because like the language of Baalma, like a, like if you if you want to like use the way that we generally use it, it's language of like diminishing the, the severity of something. Baalma, it's just an iser, you know, which like 
you can talk about where exactly that falls, but what we get from this is that it's seemingly less like chashuv than a mitzvah aseh. I really think it means no onesh. If you look at the earlier tosos in the same parak, we have the bechetsi shura leika malkot ella isavalma. But that just doesn't capture the entirety of it, right? Because as Rabbi Copper just pointed out, like positive mitzvah also don't have like punishments for violating them. And nonetheless, like the, the shvua can't be chal on them, like implying that they are more significant than this thing that we're calling- but They don't have punishments because of something inherent about them. It's but, not like it's not like God chose not to give you a punishment for violating the Sisera assay. It's just that all assays don't have punishments as opposed to this one, which is like, you know, we see that it's lesser than the uh, actual Aven because there's uh, no why, punishment. Why don't Easter assays have punishments? Well, not, not all Easter assays don't have punishments, right? We, have, two, a, we have two that have curries, right? So that, right, so- well, But in general, you can't say that it proves that an Easter, that, 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 that this Easter also, assay is worse than all the other Easter one case disproves it inherently if I'm being rigorous. Um, but not not doing Mila and not and also they kind of have a korban. They also kind of have a korban. We say in Ola's Mahapra on them, so they kind of have a korban. In a way, this doesn't. And regular Lavin don't have a korban? Regular Lavin, yes, regular Lavin are more severe than Nazis, and this doesn't even have a korban. This doesn't even have a korban. you can't get Kapara for violating an Isterbala? Maybe not. There's no way to compare. It's one of those things stuck in the middle, like yeah. like, like it's one of those things that it says. Like Yoma has a whole thing about like what different levels of story and what things uh, get you kapara for them. So presumably it'd be something that minimally chuva and Yom Kippur would get you kapara for. Or something. One of the coin girl's garments are gonna get ready to go sure. get right somewhere. You know, <laughs> the left, the thread that holds up the left hem of his. <laughs> I didn't get the joke. Well, Garyoma has a, has a list of, you know, just, it, it, it has all the sins corresponding to different elements of the coin Gettle's costume. Oh, and then mm -hmm. it gets it ruined or something? No, it's just like that's Kapara by wearing it. gives you Kapara for doing X. Like, yeah, so there's got to be something in there. But we right? kind of have Midrashim about how Hatishir is worse. Like we talk about Doso Paco Mishafapurta as being inherently worse because you don't obey it back, or because maybe it is just inherently worse to do Hatishir. You're kind of sticking in God's eyes. No, but this is not worse, right? This is not as bad as the problem here. He claims that, he claims that Hatishir isn't even in essay. It's not Mushka Omen. Is it the same as not as bad? Ah, right. So good, right? So that is the question, right? That is the, right? That, I like, what is, so, right? So, so with Ora, rhetorically, he has to also hold that that the principle of Enisra Chalal Isra will not hold to Mishpa. On, on Mishpah Omed, uh, so like there's no Shaila right about um, what would be an example of what would be an example like eating a chazi shear of um, I guess that would be Isra Kol. What would be an example of the Isra Bal Bal Isra would be with a chazi shear? I have to come up with one. Um, all the all the cases where the two where the, where, the, where you sum up where you have the, where some kind of piece of food becomes usher. The other becomes us for twice, but I think it's just it's an interesting Shiloh, right? Because this like is the whole of it, right? It's the thing we have right here, the the novella and the shvua. Yeah. Well, shvua shvua is 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 already being a complicated case because shvua might be unique, but I think we're, I think it's one of the grounds of Basra b'cholav and Basra b'cholav and treif meat. Well, that's a that's <laughs> a even, even going all the way to like the Bach and the Beit Yosef, you get a dispute as to whether that is at least Durabana and Basra b'cholav or not. Yeah, I'm just trying to come. There, sh it should be right. I'm blanking out, but it should be possible. If you mean whether a Doraita one can be chal and another Doraita, then that is like they say that everyone agrees there's no Doraita, Basar Bechalab Isser. 
on like tame animals. Right, that's right. So I'm saying, so if you if you take the position that that's not because of a specific mir, but because of anis or chal iser, so then we should end up with an afkamina that it is basar b'chalav if you take a chasi shir of uh, of of the veil and, and stick, of, 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 of take a chasi shir of a trafe animal and stick it in milk because but it's still only chasi shir of basar b'chalav. Right. Uh, not necessarily because you could have a you could so you between you take, the buster and the club together you could have a you could have a shear. I guess. Isn't this what we're doing a little later with the tummy code and the dean and tummy tree? Is that the same case? Like if I guess we could try and do that. If, right? I, if I have something that's that's um, that's probably right. We have to find a case which is which gets up to a full shear of one and only a chassi shear of If I, yeah, if I, if I have something that's, that's already, that's already usser, right, that's chavetz dick, and then I go, then, then I, then I go into Pesach with chassi, with chassi shear of that thing, right, um, then I eat that thing. Am I chayav for having eaten chavetz on Pesach? Because, because chassi would, like, you know, at least be some issue. Sorry, say it again, I didn't, I didn't follow. Uh, well, like, it looks complicated because chametz is oser b'mashu. Yeah, right. So, like, if so, if you if you have a have a of like of like you know like like tummy truma or something, and then you and yeah. then you and then you eat it, <laughs> and it's chametz on Pesach, right? Uh huh. Yeah, that would be other right. So, okay, we could have fun, right? That, that can be all, all be your next base just like articles, uh, right? Talking about it. if those if those is right, we could resolve it by claiming that he doesn't really mean it. That that at this point he's abandoned the equation between israchal iser and mishpah and so isn't that the whole point of mishpah that it creates an Israel Lister? I mean, in, in the context of this Gemara, that's that's the that's the, that's the reason we brought it up in the first place. Yeah, this Gemara is more this Gemara is interesting. Well, this Gemara is interesting in Shvuah Chal Shvuah. Right. Yeah. Which, but if you say you can you can distinguish in Shvuah Chal Shvuah from in Israel Chal Lister. But since Tosfos uses the language in Israel Chal Lister, right? So right, Tosfos equated them. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So we can say we can say that the Terrace Tosfos abandons that. No, no. Uh, yeah. Can the you can strengthen the parallel even further. The Gadol will say, just like you, you don't have to pay anything back. And this kind of is God doesn't want anything from you. So it's not much of Obed, but God is still annoyed at you. Mm -hmm. doesn't want anything from you? That's yeah, there's nothing you can do to fix it. or to God doesn't ask for a Korban or Shur or anything, any Malko or anything. But it's... I'm and, not following. Because you can't give God, just mm. because, like because you can't return the Pachmish it's hard to do tshuva. So to here, because you can't give anything back to God for this, it makes it harder to do tshuva. But it doesn't, and it also makes it less likely to be high. Like in general, Gezel Pachmish we talk about how it's easier to to forgive in various ways. And if we're ranking things right, in certain severity charts, it end up much below. Greater Gzalev, but in other severity charts, like how easy it is to do, it makes it better. And I don't see why this couldn't be very similar. So the Dafka, because you can't get Kapura, yes, they, that's what makes it not much of Omei, not the other way around. Yes. It's not that because it's not much of Omei, you don't need Kapura. No. It's, right, it's, yeah. it's because, yeah, that's very clever. Yes. Um, I have another example for, for Tosfos. Yes. Um, right. So the, the share, the share in Yom Kippur for drinking is smaller than the than share in general, right? So according to Tosfos, if I if I drink something that's usser um, on Yom Kippur and I only Good. drink Mulligma, then that, that should be an Esther Hall Esther case. Yeah, that's, that's correct. That should be as well. Okay. Um, I don't know if we get anything more out of this Tosfos other than that, right? He really. He really does believe it, right? He really does believe it that 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 chazi uh, shir is a lower level than. Well, actually, that would be fine. That would be like the novella case, remember? Because Yom Kippur is one where kolal iser works, even according to Reish Lakish. And since the iser of drinking is kolal even permitted things, then you would end up getting karate for drinking even something that was already forbidden. 
if you hold a circle, but we could still do a right. We can do it according to Shimon, right? Yeah. There's no circle, yeah. so right. Yeah, fine. Only only according to Shimon, though. According to everybody else, that would. Be yeah, good. yeah. That, that's why I was trying to avoid the Kipper thing, Dafka, because of the circle issue. That's right. right. It's really hard otherwise to think of things where the shear are different. Like we could probably find something where like the shear is like is like a kvetsa. So then if you would have a kvetsa, right, that's more than a kazai. Well, like, another might work. But like. Maybe something with the Ela. Okay. This is all for you to, to oh, construct. We can, all, <laughs> we can ask Rabbi Zurich on, on, uh, on Thursday. I imagine he'll be able to come up with, with a bunch of hand. Uh, right? That would be his kind of thing to be able to just come up with hand, I think. Uh, okay. Let's turn on to, to, to the Tosfus uh, Yishan. Well, I mean, Tosfus seems to reject this answer at the end, no? He seems or to not, reject this answer, yeah? What do you mean by that? I mean, he says that the this answer isn't as good as the other one. <laughs> this answer isn't as good as the other one. Yes, he does say that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I I would be hesitant how much how many conclusions you can draw from this toast which toast doesn't even seem to like very much. Uh, yeah, he doesn't seem to think that it's um, wrong conceptually. Yeah. He doesn't think it's not the right answer to the Gemara. But I think you're 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 right. You know, if you think that he just did this because he was forced into a corner, and now he has a way out of the corner. All right, so why, so why should it be stuck with this Gemara? Okay. I mean, clearly, from the fact that Tosfos wrote the whole thing down, clearly it has some significance, but like, right. oh, yeah, like also, look, I, I would be very hesitant to base my entire Yom Kippur sock on that. Okay, that's true. <laughs> you're also assuming a unified Tosfos as opposed to multiple authors, you know, right, you know, with different approaches. Probably it's right, probably true. it's layers. Okay, good. I just want to move, I want to move on to the, uh, the Tosfos Yishan, because what we haven't so far talked about is how this relates to the Dear Isa Dirabanan um, I have to tell, right, right, is it possible, right, so this is all within, this is all within um, the position that Chatzishir is Asur Diaraisa, right? Right, so this answer in Tosu says that Chatzishir is Asur Diaraisa, and it's not much more than Merasinai. So the question is, is it impossible to take that position at the same time think that um, the Rabbanans are Mushbavomi Merasinai? Right, that's that's the that right, I thought that um, it was it wasn't it wasn't obvious to me that even if you prove that there was a lower level than assay, right? So Rabbisako has this very clever approach, right? He says that the standard for assay is is a fifth of your income. And mm -hmm. so if I can show you that the standard that Easter of Alma is less than an assay, so then uh, right, so then it can it'll only the standard is gonna be anything that you that a reasonable person would um, would give us 20% of their income from, it doesn't have to be because that. But these signs don't work that way. You don't compare them that way. Like, Asse is Doha Lotase. If Asse is less than Lotase, Asse is Doha Isakaris. Why should Asse be Doha Isakaris in the Sakura Zay? You can't. When you compare Isurim, weird things happen. It's not clear that because you're that because one has is less than one in some other way, it's less than one. Right. Way. So if you think I say Dukalotase is a substantive principle and not a formal principle, whereas you might think that I say Dukalotase is a formal principle doesn't tell you about values. But then why would I say be Doha only one Lotase if we say should be Doha all the Whatever the formal principle is, the form is the formal principle. Oh come on, that's cheating. The fact that it's Doha only one I say and not two, and not one Lotase and not two really seems like really what I say is more than one Lotase, but not one or two Lotases. The two I say is Doka Lotase? I don't know. Do I say Three essays. Yes. The word talks about these in yeah. some cases. Okay, right. So I, I I am much happier. I guess everybody's okay. We can talk about. It. I am much happier treating these as principles of statutory term, mm -hmm. interpretation than as substantive principles because 
every assay is okay. Every lotus, yeah, that's how we hold, right? Any the you know the mere assay balma, right? It's a lotus jishmos jishmos curry. So the gemara even asks, right? The gemara, right? The gemara, the gemara says, you know, you know, the gemara says, really, that assay that gemara says, right? Why should we care? And I say it's a lotus. Who says we care about the right about the severity? Right, but I think in general. If you reduce it that way, it becomes even less likely of a right? Because in general, we don't like to compare different, especially within one category, we don't like to compare it. We don't like to compare different mitzvot because we don't really know how to do these types of calculus. Right. So that again, he he is he is he's also assuming that you can draw these types of kalahomers that I wouldn't like. Yeah, so he's moving from Anis Rachal Isra and Mushbal and Harsinai to Dhiya in terms of to what the standard for Dhiya is. He also this is not unprecedented, but he does also need the move that you can move from monetary dechia to substantive dechia, which there are other people we saw a few years ago. Well, we say that. he's probably right about an essay, right? That the standard, right? That, that right? The standard whether you have to do an essay, don't right? Is probably much lower than because it is much lower than because. Oh, no, 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 I agree, but uh, the question is how we do that calculus is also not super obvious. Do we know how sick you have to be? Do we say that kolish ambos are kind of enough to do essay? Yes. We don't require it, right? There's certainly some level of Polishin Basakana that doesn't have to do an essay. Nobody sure. thinks you have to do an essay unless it's read, unless it's Pikachu Nefesh. I don't know. I think that's, that's I think that's very clear. That's probably true. Like I said, it's less of a leap. It is he does need let's, let's say losing a limb, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody thinks you have to you have to lose a limb to do an essay. Probably not. Nobody, I think. Really? That's probably true. I don't think anyone would pass it that way. Right. No one would say that, you know, Suffer. you could do surgery on your left arm yeah. that will make you not be able to put on film tomorrow. We can cut off your right arm. You tell them, cut off the right arm and put on film tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think anyone said that. I think it's probably true. Yeah, somebody asked her, you put on film, no, but you have a circular. There's a minhag, though, to do it. Not maybe not a mitzvah, but they, they're definitely people that have the minhag to, to self sacrifice on that level. So that's the question whether that's much or not. We might do. Right, we yeah, might. but I'm just saying that. Yeah, people heard, people do things, right? Yeah. Ramam, Ram, 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 right, getting, getting himself uh, killed, and all, right, you know, for, right? They're also, yeah. you know, there's one of the famous shadows, right, of the, you know, whoever it was, somebody who, who refused to eat any of Kipper and then died. And then why, why was that okay? Um, right, they warned him he was going to die. And then people was trying to find ways to, an exception, he was going to die. Right, it was a likely he was going to die anyway. So he figured, right. Um, it's always easy. You yeah. just pick any Ashkenazi vision and they'll always say you can do whatever you want. In, this in general, it's Machlok is to us in the Ram, right? To us in the Ram, that the Ram holds that it's us or just to, to give up your life for mitzvahs other than the, the, yeah. than the big ones. And that's what it says. No, you can't. So, okay. Um, okay. So, but, right, but what I think that if we could prove that um that Tosus held this position that <laughs> that the that Isr Ba'alma is not Mushb of Omid Meher Sinai was true even though Drabanans are mm -hmm. that that would be right that would be a much better proof I think but, no maybe but no? like I said if you have my reasoning it's not proof at all because Drabanans get a punishment for it. so of course the Mishra Omid we get markers this is true if they have your reasoning then um, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, I guess like I'm trying to figure out. So, what is what does um, what does Mishpat Lomid mean? I guess that's right, part of what you know what's fascinating me about this is like, well, what does it mean to have Yisura, to have things that the Torah prohibits that you didn't take a shvua about? What's the purpose of the shvua to, to start with? So you could say the purpose of the shvua is to let you get is to let us give you malchus, right? And then we're home free. Right? Yes. The whole purpose of the shvua is just to justify malchus. I would rather not say that. I, I thought there was something like profound and theological about it. Well, let's ask a different question. Can we say Kofi no Tarachi Omarotza on the about Khatishir? 
because the only reason you can be Kofi is because of sure. Maybe, or I'm saying there are other areas we can apply this to. It could be because maybe because of sure, it could be anything. Maybe you do have the same inner desires. Maybe we can't be sure that people really want to do Chatzishir, especially if it, we say something like not Mushpah or whatever. If something's not mushpal, then why do I have to do it? <laughs> well, so we have, you know, the, the shvua is obviously circular because why do I have to keep a shvua to keep the Torah? Because the Torah says so. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? This is a general problem. Right? You know, all political theories have the problem like, why are you, right? You know, in the same way we talk about everything else, right? Why are you bound by it, right? So mm. to, you have to try and bootstrap the Torah. Why is the Torah binding? <laughs> right? You have to find something pre Torah. I mean, you can say like your your ancestors decided such, and you're part of the same. Why are you bound by your ancestors' decision? I mean, that's a separate question. No, it's not. You'll tell me because the Torah says I am, right? No, what, right? I have to have something, but I have to have some notion of bindingness that precedes Torah, right. or whatever it may be. So you can say that that shvua is right. Shvua is a, a clear notion of uh, right that the idea that you have to keep your shvua is something that is natural law. Right. Some people say gratitude, right? That's right. That's other people's grounding of story, right? It's, it's rooted in gratitude. There's some really horrible ones, but Achilles' um, figure is unbelievable. <laughs> you don't want to do the Achilles' one. Achilles' um, <laughs> says that, but it's self-preservation is really bad. But uh, it counts as like one of the most terrifying things. Also, how does the Pesachah create a chiyu? But you don't need for like halachic reasons, but you do need for pastoral reasons because we have in the Shemar to build the Nashotecha. So once we say it's Mikolach Nefesh, we can create a chiyu of even though it's Yom Kippur. Right. Easily, but how do we create that if it's not because of nefesh? Is there a chiyuv not to be sick? Not really. Maybe there's no chiyuv. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's no chiyuv. That's maybe there's no chiyuv. Mm-hmm. What if what if like the thing we said before, like what if something leads to something else, leads to something else, like a suffix? Oh, that, that's really because yeah, of nefesh, right? Yeah. So then we're yeah. then we're home free. Like you could take the Balatania's position, right? Which I, you know, which but I don't how like. How far can you can you can take that very far nowadays? Because right. you know the risks of everything. So yeah, like, but then we would. Oh, to... this sneeze. Well, I mean, for somebody right. who doesn't have. Well, that was working on Rambasaka. whole yeah. point is to get out of the realm of. Right. Oh, okay. Do we think in general you're not obligated to protect your health if it's not life threatening? Like, do we think we protect your own is that narrow? That's a good point. Right? Who says it's just life? I was thinking, right, the Balatania, right, the right. position I was arguing against, or against Rav Zevin, right, who holds that it's usher to cause yourself pain, even though that position also leads to having my having to drink milkshakes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, any pleasure, right? Because right? so we go back to Nazir as a chote. I mean, is that from That's a different answer. That's the whole right. That's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an impossible position. It can't be that when you turn down dessert that you're right, that you violate Nazir. It just can't be. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a husband <laughs> argue to me once that uh, not exercising should be us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that, you know, we, we certainly think there are things that override health. Um, do we have a, do we have the claim that Rapoya Rape is a fee on the individual? Yeah. Like, what value overrides health? Like, health is like a very big value. Maybe every like, value. In Boston also. What? Maybe every value overrides health. What's well, so yeah, right. you know, so the lucky thing for it? Milkshakes, for Maybe sure. Maybe we can do this next year for <laughs> your topic, health. Milkshakes yeah. certainly override health. Mm-hmm. You know, cake, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but everybody would want to be healthy. They just have issues like with self control, potentially. So no, they just want pleasure. Who says? Yeah, I mean, why do those people want health better more than pleasure? No, that's what I'm saying. They, if they, if you were to really ask them, they would probably be like, "Oh yeah, you would not even want a doctor do like an Esther Jarbanan to like you know fix someone's broken leg." That doesn't make any sense. Poyer 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 has to has to apply to non life threatening things. Well, doctors for doctors certainly it's a rishus. 
I mean, if, if you accept a Rohanim, then you could not. <laughs> I mean, but we can, but anyway, my point is, but, and, and let's say he does say it to Shur. Then we have another really weird thing, which is that we get from someone who says you have to act a certain way in all situations involving Chetzi Shir at Tosva to, some, to say that there's some situations you can do whatever you want, which is a very weird thing. I think once he's creating that, I think it would be nice if he had some source for that. Even the Sefer Chinuch is not a source for that. Sefer Chinuch says this person has to eat, this person can't eat. So it's a mm. new thing he's creating and it's a weird thing. Okay, like, let's take a let's take a look at the Tosfos Yishai and let's mm-hmm. see. Does it, does it get does it get me where I want? I suspect not. Um, so the Tema, right? We're eight lines down it, right? Am I am I Right? This is the question. Why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan? Why don't we just say Rabbi Yochanan is chasi shiras from Natoruch? Rabbi Yochanan. Da'achli yesh lomar kevin deleka ella yisur be'alma chayla um chayla leishua. Right? So. Let's right. Why don't we just say that it's right, according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's a right. The reason that it, the way it's chal is it's chasishir, as we imply in Shavuos, right? Where Rav Ashi says, How do we know that a what's what's the shear for a, for a Nazir who says, So the answer is, So how, how did you how, read, read this again to me? Right? So you read this again to me? Uh, I only read it for the Hudish Abbey that Tosarosh, so. Oh, here you read it. So tell us what this is saying. I think he's saying that because he already thinks of this Easter in this way, that is, oh, sorry, other way around. Because he is Mushpav Omed on this already, his dot must be on the thing he's not Mushpav Omed on. I think that's right. Right, right, right. That a Nazir was already ushered to eat a Kazayas of Khartzanim. If he takes a Shvua, so we assume that he must be, but he must intend the thing which is not already a Shvua. So he must intend the Chatzishir. And that implies that Chatzishir is not um, right, is, is not Mushvavome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, right. And there's other thing which even calls it hetera, even though it's really uh, uh, even, though, even though it's really uh, it's really surah. Mm-hmm. We could just be mukin and all going to a None of them are explicit. Uh, okay, we can also claim that you know that Nazir is somehow different than right because it's a, mm-hmm. it's not an objective history. We can always claim that Chazishir only applies to objective history because if it's Chazilis Terufe, right? So then, right, you think that Chazilis Terufe is a din in the Chetzer, not a din in the Maisa, mm-hmm. then you're right. Does the Rambam never mention Chazishir by Nazir? Because he explicitly thinks that's something right there. That's always the use of the Rambam. Is he has explicit opinions and everything, so we can compare them. <laughs> right. So the, so the so the so the interesting thing about the so let's, let's turn let's turn to page three, right? So mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't think Tosfos. Proves it one way, proves it one way or the other. And I realized mm-hmm. that you know, when I went to the Sugi Yoma, that's what I had gotten wrong all these years. Uh, I really, at the end of the Sugi Yoma, the, the, the way the Sugi Yoma is set up is it says, Rish Lakish says it's Bechati Shir, and the Gemara says, right, and the Gemara says, okay, but Rish Lakish holds it, it's also it's Drabana. So the Gemara says, maybe you'll tell me that if since it's Drabana, it's not much of Omed. And in the end, the Gemara pretty much says, yeah, you're right, because it's Drabana and it's not much of Omed. And so you can't use that Sugi Right? It's, it's a weird structure because it's a vechitema, and whenever you see vechitema, you expect it to be wrong. But the structure of the sugya is vechitema, then it disproves vechitema, and this time it says, oh yeah, but actually vechitema is right after all. Mm-hmm. Right? So the, the sugya nyoma is a very, very confusing structure. But in the end, I, I think I've always gone through life thinking because I said vechitema, that the Gemara nyoma concludes that, that, uh, that the Rabbanans are mushva are, are, are omed, and therefore any sugya which claims that is a deraisa chasishir, which is not much of the omid, must be holding that deraisa is not much of the omid, but the rabbanans are. But but the sugi and yoma in the end, it seems to me, right? If you look, right, is that the last line of the sugi and yoma is no, 
Actually, we actually drabanas are not mushrimome, so that doesn't prove anything at all. But um, and anyway, you could have just claimed it. But it's a machlokas esogus, so you can't write. So it doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. prove it to you. But the Ramam says that uh, in in Hilchos Shvisas Asar Perik Bet Alocha Gimel that Chazi Shir is Asar Min HaTorah. Right, no way out of that. Alpha Bishu Asar Min HaTorah the Chazi Shir, and the Ramam says Hilchos Shvisas Perik Hey Alocha Zayin that. Right, so there's no way out of that in the Rambam. That right, that the Arisa is the Arisa, you're not much just like Tosfa. And the Kesem Mishnah makes that explicit. The Kesem Mishnah makes it explicit. Also, the Kesem Mishnah's last line on Hilashua is Parakeel of Hazayin says, "Betzarek lomar she'afal pishu aser min hatora, enu enu mushpalav." Um, okay, the um, yeah, right. So the, I, I gave you the uh, the Yemei Shlomo, which right, that's, that's right, which which rejects the, my logic and says that it's in the bolded line. It's a uh, uh, right. It says Right. So he tries to he tries to claim that's very different than Yehuda's claim. He tries to claim that. Which of Omid is a din about explicitness and not a din about punishment. Mm -hmm. And therefore, on that logic, he says, obviously, if it's if it's you know, if it if you're not mushba omid on Diraisa, you're not mushba omid on Dirabanan either, because the Rabbanans are called the Khomer. That's the whole, the whole argument about the Gemara and Yuma is that the Rabbanans are not explicit. Uh, Who is the Yemesh Lamo? When does he live? The Yemesh is a 19th century Turkish um, figure. Um, but all, all you read in Wikipedia is that he was involved in the great fight against the introduction of secular studies into into yeshivot in uh, in Turkey in the late in the in the late nineteenth century. And does this mean that things that are halachal mushmisen are also not mushmisen? So that would the mean that things that are halachal mushmisen are not mushmisen unless there's a separate shvua. Yeah, you know, it's this is also a dangerous uh, this is also a dangerous uh, um, thing. Um, Okay, right. So for that, for the game of the Sugan Yuma, right, we say the, la the last line of the Sugan Yuma um, is Shani Hasam, right, which is appears to be a rejection of the rejection of the Luchi Tema. Uh, even though the, the logic of that Sugan is is unsustainable, regardless, as it said, but that's a that seems that seems to be uh, that seems to be, that seems to be the case, um, right? That that that's the way this, the Sugan ended up as it is as it's structured now. That's what the Sugan says. I gave you the, the Sidur Rashi, right? We're on page four now in the middle of the page. Mm -hmm. Sidur Rashi says, mm -hmm. This is their reconstruction of it. Right? So you have to decide if you like the reconstruction or not. As to whether Chatzishir is the Raisa de Rabbanan, is whether, is if you read a Chatzishir. Right, so Rashi rejects Tosfos and says that right that if it's the Arisa, it must be Mushram Um Okay, right. And you see, like, then I gave you the Rashba who says in um, it says in, if you look for the for the at the bolded lines in the in the in the second paragraph of the Triva, he says. The assumption of this hierarchy. We conclude there. He rejects this out of hand and he says, right, that the logic of the whole suga is that if it's the rabbanon, 
is right, then it's not mushbavomed. If it's and anything which is derisa uh, is mushbavomed. So you have a uh, right. You have you know, any number of, of explicit rejections of this um, of this principle. Um, okay, then I just gave you all the just gave you all the so I guess let's 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 sum up where we are now and where we are now and then we'll, we'll go to page six. The Rabbi said that there is a category called Isra Alma which is lower than an assay in terms of the standard of the chias of the chias isur. Uh, his proof was that in terms of what you have to pay for an essay, um, right, this, these, these lavim are lower, are lower than an essay. And um, Yehuda said that doesn't prove anything at all because who says that those, those issues are connected? Um, okay, I don't know. I mean, that, 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 that's still an interesting argument. Uh, we either try to bring a counter argument about essay, right, about essays, essay. Maybe. Um, I wanted to try and I, I wanted to try, right? This is what I was, I wanted to try and claim that, I guess, I guess I wanted to try and claim that, that the standard for pushing aside things that are not mushbaba ome should be, right, should be, should be lower than the standard of pushing aside things that are mushbaba ome, right? That's really, that's really, that's really what I want to claim. And, and it would be, um, it would, and, and if you could get a double whammy and claim that this that that Israel Obama is neither Mishra Omed, uh, even the right and Rabbanans are, then that would really show you that this is something that we right, that would really put teeth in the Balma. Mm-hmm. Right? If, if right, if it lacks something that even the Rabbanans had. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't have a proof that it um, I don't have a proof, I think, at the end of the day, that it lacks something the Rabbanans had. I think my proof was based on misreading the Suga Yoma as, mm-hmm. as concluding that um, so now we can just claim as Kimta, right? Somebody, right? Somebody should have to say explicitly, and a few Rishonim do that. If right, that derises have to be less than derabanans. I can construct the position. Maybe I'll still find somebody who takes the position that der, that are Mushavamid. It shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't be so hard. I didn't really have time to look. But I, if I can find any, I guess, I guess the question is, you know, and this is like the question that I like to ask sometimes is, can we? So the fun sometimes is trying to find positions that are never connected anywhere in Chazal, but claim that you can't hold the two of those positions together. Right? There's a value. There's a value in doing that, right? So I tried to do it a couple of weeks ago. I didn't understand what. Uh, what like the two positions that they're never connected anywhere, right? They're two totally independent issues, and right. And I look at you and I say, you know, but I can take your position. I can take your position, even though nobody ever connected to them. They seem to me to yield an absurdity. And does that mean that, mm-hmm. right? Does that mean right? So I I tried to. How about the case like that? Um, a while in the case of Kanoim and uh, Kanoim, can I, can I, the right of Kanoim to um, the right the right of people who are attacked by Kanoim to defend themselves. Right? So we hold Nepal Zimri Bahargal Pinchas. right? Pinchas is allowed is allowed to kill Zimri as a Kanoim, but Zimri is allowed to kill Pinchas as a Rudik. So now the question I asked there was a moral question. Can they both be doing the right thing? Is that just a legal answer that you're allowed to try to kill him and you're allowed to try to defend yourself, but really we have an outcome we're in favor of? Or is it, no, maybe sometimes the will of God is that you fight. Or do you say, no, it's utterly impossible for the will of God to be that two people try to kill each other. Following like it's not the will of God to fight the will of God. Right? The will, it might be that over wins, tell, right? But the best thing would be if the person who knew, right, if the person who didn't own it conceded. 
Mm. Right? There's one, right? The will of God is that the owner should end up with it. Right? But the, for the will of God to just end up with two people fighting, that seems like a very hard thing. So my usual example of this is that you know, the two competitive positions are the position that um, that a kezayis is very, very large and that mm-hmm. you have to eat in the entire kezayis of matzah at one shot. Right? Those two missions combined lead to mm-hmm. asphyxiation. As they do. <laughs> as they do, in fact, every year there are people hospitalized in Israel for yeah. trying to eat a very, very large kezayis of matzah at, uh, at one time. Um, so the question is, right, are the positions that and that Chazishir Deraisa is not Mushba Bomerasinai, right? Is right of those two constructions, the Makloka, the Svishlaki, Rabbi Yochanan, are they utterly incompatible? Or can you end up with, with is it reasonable to say that, you know what, if it's Derabanan, it's, it's not, it's Mushba Bomerasinai, and if it's Deraisa, it's not. And it's, I wanted to try to construct that. And if that were a reasonable position, if you could find enough people holding that, that it seemed to me would be really. Strong grounds for Abusako claiming. Wouldn't that create a huge problem for our Sagan Shavos? Because then Rishlaki should have to hold that, um, like, like both that it's Durabanan and that it's not much but Omid. Sorry, and that it's much but Omid, even though we know he holds that it's not much but Omid in that Sagya. Um, so, let's, let's, so, so let's take the Sagan Yoma goes as follows, right? How do we, what's the, why does it say Usr? Rishlaki says it's Usr because it's Chasyashir. The Gemara says, Rishlakish. Gemara says, but doesn't Rish Lakish hold its hold its uh, drabanan? Right? Gemara says, yeah, Rish Lakish holds drabanan, but it's still right. Oh, let's 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 like look at this again inside. Okay, before we get to right, but, but like like if you're if you're trying to trying to end up with Rish Lakish holding both that it's drabanan and that it's mishpavomid, and that should directly contradict our sugya in Shavuos, where he holds that it's not mishpavomid, unless you think he's only holding within Rabbi Yochanan's opinion in that sugya for some reason. And I said, in Shavuos, Rishlakir yeah. says it's Durabanan. Where does Rishlakir say it's Durabanan? He doesn't Durabanan. say it's Durabanan, but he does say that it's not Mishpavomid. Because he thinks it's not Durabanan. So you think he thinks totally different things in those two sugyas? I think it's Mutter. I think the sugya in Yoma right, raises the possibility that Rishlakir thinks it's Durabanan and then rejects it. Okay. Because it's incompatible. Because if, he's, if it's Durabanan, it would be right. Okay. Right, I, think it's right. I, think that's, I think that's just sugyas work out fine. Okay. So that's what I wanted to do, right? Whether, whether it worked or not in the end, I have my, you know, I think. I think in the end I can't prove it, so I leave it as a research project. Anybody can find somebody who explicitly takes that position. I think that would I think just the existence of that position would make it easier to pass on like Robert Sacco. Uh, I mean, I think you could say it from like a lumbus perspective, that position exists. But like to say it from a lumbus perspective, it would be Yeah, I want people to actually hold it. I want people to actually hold it. The Khazi Shir is less than the Durban. The Khazi is less the position of Khazi Shir is Duraisa, right? Is let treats it as less serious than if it's Durabana. Right, that that right, that's what I want. You know, every, you know, that it's less than a say doesn't quite, you know, for all of you those reasons, doesn't get me. I like his logic, but it doesn't get me there. Uh, right, less than a button would get me there. So I'm not sure. But we could still, you could still use the other logic and just say it has to do with punishment and just punish because you punish, you get punished for that, but you don't get punished. Yeah, that doesn't get me where I want. That's my point. You don't even get there, even if you say it's less than the Durban, you still might not get there. You might say Durban and you get punishment for one, you don't. Yeah, that's not going to give me so I'm fine. It must make sense. <laughs> uh, that's not going to give it, unless they said it explicitly, right? If somebody said that explicitly, that would not get me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, so I think that's that's probably you know, where where I am is not is I don't I don't have the uh, I don't have the position I want um, because this again Yoma doesn't end the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, like in everyone's imagination, right? everyone thinks, right? Don't you, when you learn the Sugin Yoma, don't you come away thinking 
that um, that that must be the right position of the rabbanon zarmosh Doesn't all like all orthodox rhetoric make that assumption? Have you ever seen somebody give a shear on the premise that the rabbanon are not mishvah v'omed no hersine? What mean by mishvah <laughs> What do you mean? Like you say the rabbanon are very serious about saying mishvah Yeah, so that's right. So so the, the theological thing underlying is like what does mishvah mean? Yeah. Right. What does mishvah mean? That's really. Um, and that's so. He, so I guess he, here's part. Here's why the last position matters to me. All right, is that there are other kinds of things that are not explicit, um, like meta values. Meta values are not explicit in Torah. Right, Torah has specific isurim. So mm-hmm. right. So the question, right? So do I do I inherently take things less seriously because they're not written? Right. Because right. Right, so I so you can say Mishmael made is meaningless, which is what Yehuda wants to argue. You can say Mishmael made is only a punishment frame thing, right? Which may also be a version of what Yehuda is trying to argue, or you can argue that Mishmael. But I always thought that Mishmael made was trying to sell us something real, and the problem is that if Mishmael made doesn't apply things that are actually written in the text, so then it, it so then it, it carries too many things. There are too many things in that category that I want to have real force. But the meta values are often explicit in the Torah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Not no, some of them are, but a lot of them are. And so, so a lot of them are more explicit than they totally say. We have whole Prakim in Tavarium, which are all about meta values. Mm. And so, do you, so as another, but do you think it'd be much more on things that aren't halacha? Mm-hmm. Right, that's the right, that's that's the flip side of it. You can try, try and say much more is on the broad nature of Torah. So then, right, what about, uh, right, so what about things that never make it into halacha? What about things that will call for, you know, let's say halachic morality? Uh, I mean, granted, you definitely have a much broader experience with women than I do. Based on the sugi, it sounds like it's very technical. Sounds like it's very technical. Well, some people aren't willing to go that way. Like the Meiri is not willing to take it that way. Meiri thinks it's directly connected to how Doraita is. In fact, it's really fun line that he says, Vishal. Um, Right, such loose language around such important topics. Well, you know, he says, he says, I, I forget who's told me. It might have been you who told me this. That some people think that, that you thought the Meiri was trying to make fun of whiskers. I did, yes. I think that's your idea. <laughs> he likes these language that tantalizes whiskers and almost makes sense. <laughs> I usually read the Meiri. The Meiri comes down on both sides of every Fakira. Usually, usually, you know, usually like within a page of himself, but right? he happily, <laughs> happily takes both sides and like you know, it does feel. <laughs> it does feel like brisk trolling. <laughs> um, it works very well. Yeah, it only works, of course, on briskers who care about consistency in Arisha. If you're just looking for Ishitimsa, so then there is just, you know, Mana from heaven. Every sword is put all this way, go all that way, right? Good. Who cares? Right? We found those swords. It doesn't matter who actually takes the decisions. Right. <laughs> uh, right. We call them Iriad Dafkab and Iriad Dafkab. Iriad does really think there's a connection. Yeah, the, point I trying, the point I'm trying to make for the Miri is that if you. Is that he does think they're connected. He thinks to the extent that Isa is hollow, Isa, the, the thing has to be Durban, at least to a degree. Um, yeah. And he has some little fancy other ways out. Like he said, maybe it's because it's only. Uh, the, uh, right. So, 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 so
Yeah, I don't know. But, he's, he's, but the point is, he's clearly fighting with it. He clearly thinks that to the extent that Isis does mean something, there has to be a weakening of Isis itself. Yeah, okay. So I think in the yeah, end, I think we don't have, you know, we have a position of Tosfus and the Rambam that mm-hmm. there are your races that are not much of a woman in Meher Sinai. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people who reject that. Um, they don't have anybody who explicitly, yet at least, who explicitly makes, takes the vision, I want that some derisis can be less than their abundance. Right? That's really what I, I, that's really, I think, what I need to be comfortable possibly in that way. And you can argue, you know, if I find somebody who says it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't match, you know, conceptually. But I think like that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not willing to go to Rabbi Sacco that just because it has oh, less I've seen, I've seen somebody say something like that. Maybe not in Halach, in the realm of Halach as much, but in other things. Yeah, well, so I think there are probably people who say that Ashkafically. Right, you know, yeah. That it's, you know, it's, but it's just like we say, all Ben Allah Haveras are also Ben Allah Makoms, yeah. right? So all the Rabbanans are also derisives of Losasa, right? So we get right, right? So we can, right? So we can solve it. We can do well, it that way. Said it, like hashkafically. Yeah. I think he says that a lot. Right, so you can say that. I want someone saying it halakhically. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I haven't gotten there yet. And I think it's because I misunderstood the Saganiyama. At least in my head. I don't know if I, I don't think I miss, I think it's just like in my head, but Kitema just stays in my head. And so if someone wants to solve that Kitema and have the Sugi end up differently, even though the Rashba says Vasikna Hasam, I think it is. Um, so if we could not be a Sikna Hasam there, I would be fine. And we can just claim that you know that that the sugya in in shuas disagrees with. Okay, last thing I just want to do, then we're going to be we're going to, we're going to end just um, noticing the other thing that Abusako claims, which we didn't read, but I think is worth uh, mentioning, is he claims that the the reason the standard in Kippur should be lower than the standard of Fikoch Nefesh generally is that um, the standard of Inui you can ful- you can fulfill the standard of Inui even if you've eaten. So long as right, right, the goal is to have a certain amount of Inui. And so if you're having more than that amount of Inui, well, then we can allow you to eat to get back to the standard of Inui. As long as we don't get you a book, right? That, that's a very, that's from his father. That's a pretty wild move also. Actually, Darshan Dorite does halal. Like words, sukim halakhically like that. I don't know. Right? We, have, we have a different shear. Right? We have a different shear. A different shear is based on Inui. Right. So right, it's obviously like, not in Nafila. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So I wanted to just put out this Ritz Gay. That's right. There's another Risha right on page seven. See if right, and see you'll see this is this is really trolling, perhaps, or mm-hmm. he really means it. Right. So if you look at the underlying line, it says that right, he's, he's engaged in a general proof that um, mm-hmm. that when the that the Chachamim picks Shurim in a way which is literarily sensitive. So he says, Vachila Kizayas, and generally Achila means Kizayas. But when it comes to Yom Kippur, because it says Los right, Los it means right, and not Tokal, it, it changes color. Why? Mm. So I really take that language very seriously. We say, right, that if you eat less than that, if you eat Pachos Mikashir, you're still Makayim Inu. Mm-hmm. And since the and since it's really an Isra say. Right. Uh, well, also called after a share low to that, right? But really, the the way you fulfill Yom Kippur is by being afflicted. And so, if he if if the Ritzkeis is taken with absolute seriousness, what he says is, Acham said that if you eat less than Echo Sevet, then you have not violated any of it. So, if that's shot in the Ritzkeis, mm-hmm. so then it turns out the Chazishir is not a violation. I mean, it depends on whether it's Chatzashir based on Yom Kippur or Chatzashir in general. 
Right, but it, it, this is right. This is in, in Yom Kippur. Right? He's telling you the shear for Yom Kippur is grounded in the claim that this is the that if you eat less than this shear, you still have been the kind of you know. I mean, if you say the chutz shear is just a general issue across all areas, well, that's correct. That's correct. But if you say right, but if you say right, so or even if you say that, right, you can say that look, at the very least. It's not an Israel Yom Kippur, so it's not an Israel. It's not right either way. Right, even if there's Yom Kippur, it shouldn't be answered at all. Mm-hmm. It's just a rabbanan in Yom Kippur, even if it's derais everywhere else, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like it's like two hamos on, on Shabbos, and if it's a general Israel, so then it's just right. So then it's not the Israel Yom Kippur anymore. It's not Israel Shabbos. So I thought that this Ritz case is the closest I got to uh, is the closest I got to um, really supporting Rabbi Sako's position that um, that Chatzishir on Yom Kippur mm-hmm. is clearly not. It's clearly not the same the same violation if you eat less than a shear. Now, Rizgeus is also not a basis for Psak and the uh, right. But we're trying to cobble things together. We've got a toast, we've got a position of toast in the Rambam, which we'd like to push. We have a position of the Rizgeus that works with his father. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Now his father holds us about Yom Kippur generally, right? He thinks that even he thinks that the standard is less than Bikoch Nefesh for and heals, right? Standard is less than Bikoch Nefesh even for full shurim, because you can claim the Yomakai, you know, even eating full shurim as long as you're still very sick. And I would argue that even if you don't go to go that far, but you can kind of, you know, with chatzishir, even with chatzishir, because that's the whole, because the whole measurement is uh, is that way. I gave you, to be fair, I gave you the you know the other line, which is that it's a question of, of yishuv hadas, and it sounds like he thinks it's the same thing as you know, and that would make it good for me, or it could be that he's just is that his, his standards aren't rigorous and it's not okay. So that's where we are um, in terms of Jim Kipper, a while away from Sakia, I fear, and. Um, Still haven't solved long COVID, mm. which is where we're going. Uh, right? Trying to see what we can say about long COVID uh, in particular cases. So this doesn't quite get me there. But we have raised the question of Mushbab Omid and what right and whether whether Mush, what, whether Mushbab Omid is a viable standard for seriousness, what it tells us about what it tells us in that way. And we've also found ways to make Mushbab Omid not relevant to that at all, um, which will matter, right? And that at big not convenience for how we treat things. That are not explicit, and we have the counter argument that maybe the things that are not explicit are really there, <laughs> and that will foreshadow the conversation we're going to have about privacy because privacy is not there, but privacy might be there. <laughs> so the question is, right, how seriously do we take privacy as a legal source? Um, and do we have to say, in order to say that something is really important, do we have to say that you're much you're much on it? Uh, there are radical positions that you, you know that you haven't um, articulated yet, which I should just you know, put out there, which is possible that. The content of your shvua is determined later by the rabbi. That's not how most shvuas work. Most shvuas are determined by the state of mind of the, by the state of mind of the. Uh, and that might be why it has to be explicit. On the other hand, if you have, right? On the other hand, if you have the the, um, you know, if you say if you take a shvua that says I will listen to everything the Pramachla says. <laughs> so, what's wrong? Now, of course, you know, can I take a shvua? Everything that's Pramachla later later decides she meant. Uh, right, that's right. That's right. So that's also right. A whole a whole question that you know, about Mishra made in that the how does Mishra Omid relate to the process of Torah interpretation? Okay, we're going to end and we're going to be we're going to start exactly at three thirty. Uh, Avi, do you have questions? No, not at the moment. Okay, I look forward. You're welcome at three thirty, and if not, I will see everyone next time. Okay. Rizuki, you're expecting that we will have prepared resources. He's going to do a. He's going to. is going to do.